When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast on SEN. And it's a very, very nice morning to you. Tuesday, the 16th of January. We've got a big show coming up. Looking forward to getting stuck into it. We've brought in the big guns. We'll reveal that very, very shortly. But firstly, on the McCafe menu, Johnny Millman um, is a retiring tennis star and not afraid to have his say. So we'll catch up uh, with Johnny on all things the Australian Open. Of course, he's doing a great job as a commentator now as well. Julian Spence has been long-distance running records go down left, right, and center this year. He's an excellent running coach, also has a terrific podcast uh, called Inside Running. So we'll catch up with Jules. Brett Phillips from the Australian Open, as always. Questions without notice, but most importantly, your calls. Lines available. You'll get straight through. one 736 736 if you want to have your say. Joining me, uh, filling in for Sammy Edmund this morning, is a man who played AFL football for 14 years, 192 games, one of the best defenders we have ever seen, inspirational leader, Phil Davis. Phil, good morning, and thanks for joining me this morning. Kane, thanks for having me, mate. Great to be here. I'm not sure about inspirational, but it's nice to be here. Sam's inspirational. Shoes. Sam's shoes are big to fill, which is nice, but I'm glad to be here. It's a, uh, a great day for radio, mate. It is, and we're going to put you under the pump after 7 o'clock. We're going to hit you with all the topical footy topics. I'm calling it Phil's Fast 15. You happy with that name? No, it's good. I've never had a Fast 15, Kane, so this is this is great. I'm excited for it. Good. All right. What are you, What's happening? How's life? You're in Melbourne. I can see you. You're looking good as always. What? what um, how's retirement? Retirement? It's good. It's busy. Oh, we were talking about it before. It goes so fast. It, I must admit, it feels like not long ago that I was on the MCG. And we just mm. lost by a point in a prelim. And then you have a few corporate events before you know it's the, it's the middle of October. And then it's Christmas. And you're like, gee, I've been unemployed for a long time. So, um, no, it's been great. I, uh, I'm just working through just what I'm going to do next. I've got some interviews coming up um, in the sort of corporate world, Kane. So that's keeping me very, very busy. But, yeah, we moved to Melbourne, just doing a 12-month stint down here just, uh, mm. just to mix it up. I must admit I was very cognizant that uh, to be at home as I should be packing my bag to go to pre-season and I wouldn't be, would have been a bit of a different experience. Mm. So we've come down to Melbourne, a um, bit of family around. So it's been great. You're an intelligent man. Uh, what, what uh, I wasn't quite sure where you, where post football life would take you. You've done some, some media work like you're doing this morning and you've acquitted yourself very, very nicely. You've done some uh, in-game commentary, but you're also always been quite intellectual and you think of things from a different perspective. Well, where does your passion lie? Yeah, probably that's something I'm really looking forward to explore, mate. I uh, I guess for me, I studied the whole way through. So I did like uni, did an undergrad, and then I just finished MBA. That was the thing I did finish once I finished footy. I finished that in December. So that was um, so I studied for 14 of my 15 years, mate. So what that was, was MBA uh, in? so I ended up doing majorly uh, project management, but it was pretty broad. It was sort of like I sort of viewed it as like the icing on the cake of my undergrad, and um, so I did that. That was fine, but I don't really know yet. I'm looking um, pretty deeply into consulting at the moment, more just get broad experience. I just mm. I feel as though when you play football for so long, you don't get great exposure to a lot of areas. Obviously, I feel as though I've got some form of specialist uh, knowledge in football itself, but wanted just to broaden myself and 
I, I love the game. I love sport more broadly. So I think maybe at some point I'll, I'll come back to sport yeah. properly, and, but probably more on the um, administrative side, I think, more than Is anything. Is there someone you've followed and looked up to, like a, I don't know, like a Tom Harley or someone, someone like that? Is that sort of yeah, the, the yeah, pathway you like? Yeah, I do. I must admit, Brendan Gale is probably up there with the most successful in terms of what he did. He, he went mm. away, I think, four or five years as a lawyer and then went back through the PA and then obviously – Got basically, he's he's done as bad as well as anyone. Um, incredibly impressive. There's a lot, of, you know. You know, Mike Fitzpatrick was a Rhodes Scholar and a few time Premiership player at Carlton there. So no, there's always a few, but you know, Brendan Gale and Tom Harley probably come to mind. Darren Glass is another one that has had a lot of success in sort of the corporate world since he finished. But don't know. I'm very open. I just I, I mm. like to think that I'm pretty curious. And that's why I like doing the media stuff. Just talk about the game because I'm really really passionate about the game I think it's such a great sport and the fans and everything that comes with it is a lot of fun and there's always some drama that to talk about and, some, and give some opinions which is fun I was at the um Sorrento hotel last night and got stopped by someone who was an Essendon fan and just got to talk about their miseries which was quite fun and <laughs> it's great how it just unites uh, everyone all right if you want to join in the conversation with us you can talk about Essendon's misery we had a couple of those yesterday actually a few Essendon fans texting in saying they don't even like watching their own team as we were talking about some of the most watchable AFL teams in the game. And, and your old side will, will feature heavily uh, in that. And we'll touch on all of that this morning. And we'd love for your thoughts as well. What's caught your uh, interest in the sporting world over summer? Has it been a, a bit of the BBL? Is, is the, the test cricket stuff got you interested? The Australian Open is on right now. Well, what do you find your attention being drawn to? Yeah, I'm a. I have to be honest. I just love cricket. I'm a tragic, especially Test match cricket. Like, there's just yeah. nothing like Test match cricket for me. You think me. it's dying? I think it's hanging on. I think what's killed is I think one day cricket's in all sorts of trouble. I, I like even the the one day um, World Cup, which was one of the best that I yeah, can remember. I it was terrific. It's unreal. But like once every four years, for people to be interested in one day cricket kills you. And then to see them go and play T20 straight after. Just to me, it was just so strange. I just didn't I understand there are games that need to be played. And, you know, if you can play India in a T20 series, that's a lot of money and, you know, eyeballs. And I understand all that. But for me, Test cricket will always have a place in, I think, especially anyone over the age of 30. Mm. Is it, I probably am not in touch with people under 30. But, you know, I, you know, I know talking to some, you know, when I was playing at the Giants, a lot of our young boys still love Test cricket. So I just think what it does is amazing. And I must admit the the drama around, Warner at the start of the series was exciting. And then Pakistan just showed, you know, that is so much ability, but in big moments, it was almost as if they just lacked that little bit of, of professionalism, that sort of attention mm. to detail, um, drop catches, all those little things add up. And then I went to the tennis on Sunday, just walked around. I'd never walked around. What uh, was that like? Unreal. Really yeah. good. I'd, I'd, I've, I'd flown in and out a couple of times for games because when we were, we were Kia for a while and we got looked after, but to walk around on a Sunday was just awesome. It was a great atmosphere. Ended up at um, yeah, the Kia Arena and watched two unseated um, girls play. It was one of the great games I'd actually watched. So the vibe around Melbourne is is huge. And then obviously just keeping a track on, on the NFL. Um, mm. Always just, just enough. Not, I'm not a, no expert, but I just like to see what's going on. Good game yesterday uh, between LA and Detroit. Detroit getting their first playoff win in a long, long time. We might hear from uh, old Eminem who, who gave the boys a pump-up speech uh, before that game shortly. Just just on David Warner, the, the mystery around his uh, baggy green has been solved, Phil, after he threw... Look, I, I'm not opposed to throwing Qantas under the bus when they deserve <laughs> it, but I feel like this is unfair. He's sort of suggested that his luggage, uh, luggage was lost 
uh, in transit and and fairly blamed it on Qantas and then Chappelle Corby oh, even chipped in. It was a good in. moment for Chappelle. <laughs> it was she a hasn't great had moment many for good Chappelle. moments, but she's <laughs> had a good moment. But poor old Qantas because his bag was there the whole time. There's yeah. 65 Aussie bags there traveling together and Warner's backpack was inside another bag and they found that bag and a um, little, bit, little bit embarrassing for Davey. So I'm, I'm not sure. He's probably got four or five baggy greens now. Yeah, Actually, he's done well. Maybe that's what it was. It. I remember back oh. in my career, Cam, I'm not sure if you're the same, but I was trying to pretend I was losing Guernseys all the time. <laughs> so I was like, I've ripped one. Can I have another one, 80? 80, I need another Guernsey, please. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I finish. I go, hey, guy, thanks so much for your help across my career. Here's a Guernsey. And dishing them out like pizza. So, no, he's done that. And then, yeah, as you said before, Chappelle had a big win and she um, hadn't had one for a long, long time. And poor old, uh, poor old Qantas. They cop it uh, fairly and they've copped it unfairly. On this instance. Now, I want to ask you a hard-hitting question this morning because I had to spend yesterday morning at uh, my local doctor's and, and at the podiatrist with my middle son who about, I'm going to say, oh, this is I'm going to be revealed as a shocking parent here, Phil, but about six weeks ago, he just said to us, I feel like my toe's broken. I was like, what do you mean you feel like your toe's broken? He went off to school, didn't think anything of it. Left it for a week, and then he's sort of complaining about this toe again. I said, mate, show me your toe. And he's taken his shoe and his sock off, and he's revealed probably the worst ingrown toenail oh, no. I've ever seen. Oh, no. Like, it, this thing was <laughs> oh, no way. angry. There was skin growing over it. Um, it, was, it was disgusting. The problem was we were heading overseas in, like, a couple of days by the time I found out about this toe. It was clearly infected, so I took him to my doc. I said, Doc, have a look at this toe. So he put him on antibiotics. He said, look, that thing needs to be cut out, but you're going overseas, we can't do it. So I'll put you on some antibiotics. So then we went overseas, then it was Christmas. And finally, yesterday, got him into the podiatrist to have this thing cut out. But I wanted to ask you about, and it was it was gruesome. Um, yeah, yeah. And the podiatrist was saying that back in the day, they weren't allowed to administer local anesthetic for the procedure of cutting out an ingrown toenail, and I'm going, that, that that cannot be true. Like, I know, like, back in the 40s and 50s, you go to the dentist and you probably didn't get many painkillers and the same goes, but I think we're a bit softer now. I couldn't believe it. So up until recently, you weren't allowed to get local anaesthetic until a uh, politician went in to have the procedure done and he couldn't handle the pain. So four <laughs> weeks later, they changed the rules. But if you walked into a pub and you said, I've got an ingrown toenail, like people would say, oh, toughen up. Yeah, hundred percent they would. What, like are the, what are what are the injuries? What are the injuries that sound minor, but are oh, actually excruciating? Yeah, yeah, or blisters. There's one straight off the, the bat. Blisters are shock. Why are blisters so They're bad? They're so bad. Chafe. Yeah. Chafe's <laughs> a nightmare. I, I think any you know inner thigh or nipple chafe, you're, you're in a lot of trouble for either. But to me, it's, we always talk, we always talk about things that like you get no credit. And I think blisters are the absolute pits because. <laughs> when you're when you're on your feet all day or wherever it is, if you're going down with a rub every step, you're in all sorts of trouble, and no you one are. cares. No one cares. No one at cares, all. and I think it's probably fair enough. But I, I would have thought that would yeah, ingrown toenails. They're probably oh. the big three for me. Ingrown I toenails. A, I got excited for double three nine out eleven sixteen. S- send us a message for those uh, debilitating injuries. But if you walk into a pub and you said, "I've got this," your mates would laugh at you. Oh, look. Tennis elbow. Is, ten, is oh, tennis yeah. elbow bad? Because if someone said to me, 
hey, I'm just really struggling with tennis elbow. I'd be, I'd, in my own mind, I'd say toughen up. Yeah, I'd be like, you'd be fine, mate. Just bowl the ball back. Don't have to throw it. <laughs> exactly right. Like gout. Shin I, I always think I about gout. I don't know much about gout, but I always <laughs> just think you've probably had too many beers and you've probably got yourself in a bit of trouble with gout. So that, and I, I've seen a few people mention they've got gout, and people generally take the P155 out of them. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely, a, I'm looking forward to this because there'll be a fair few. And I reckon like on a work site, it yeah. would just be like, oh, you're taking it today. You're trying exactly to get a, right. You're trying to get so, a sickie with uh, an ingrown toenail. Tradies on your way to work, what is something that you probably wouldn't even tell your workmates that you've got that you're suffering because they'd just laugh at you and tell you to toughen up. So we've got blisters, we've got ingrown toenails. You know, if you've got a really nasty paper cut in, in the webbing of your hand. I had someone missed training came with sunburn once. No, yeah, who, he, who? He, no, it was a bloke you wouldn't have heard of. He's Irish, <laughs> and he we had to go to camp, and he didn't put sunscreen on the top of his hands. So when he was riding his bike for six hours, they got fried, oh. and so he couldn't even like bend his hands for a few days there. That was very, very funny. So that was about my time at Adelaide. It was very funny. Mistraining with sunburn. Oh, I've heard it. I've heard it all. Now mistraining with uh, after getting my wisdom teeth out yep. once. That wasn't. I should have probably toughened up on that one. So I was, I was just interested in that and uh, your experiences with ingrown toenails because it was it was absolutely brutal. Hey, we mentioned uh, Eminem yesterday. He's a big Detroit Lions fan, and I did love this. I'm a big. Uh, I'm not a huge music guy, but I've always admired Eminem. I think he's one of the more clever artists that we've ever had, and here he is yesterday in all his glory. This is the story about what a football team can mean to a city. For far too long, Detroit has been on the receiving end of losing seasons and bad punchlines. You try to shut out the noise, but after a while, that starts to live in your head. Oh, and 16, the worst team in league history. It's all come down to this. For a city, its team, and their fans who've been waiting for this night for 30 years. Two teams and two players forever linked. Detroit don't get a whole lot of Hollywood endings, but tonight we have a shot. And when we get our shot, well, you know what comes after that. Lions, Rams, on Wild Card Sunday night, let's go. I'm ready, Phil. I'm fired up. Who would be the AFL, like the AFL's version of that, to get uh, a big pump up? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll let you ponder that because we've got a lot of calls wanting to have their say. So we'll take our first breather of the morning. Gary, Jimmy, Steve, and the best lot of text messages you've ever seen about those <laughs> injuries that sound minor but are severe. I'll give you a little taste. A pimple inside the nose. We're up and running. The great Phil Davis is alongside of me. For the morning, huge Mick Cafe menu coming up. We're going to take your calls on the other side of this. Breakfast on SEN. Phil Davis is alongside of me doing a fine job already. You can talk about anything you like. You can join in the, the conversation with us and have your say on all, any sporting topic. Good text coming through, Phil, on those uh, minor injuries that are actually not minor at all. They're major uh, you mentioned gout. Tony agrees with that. Shin splints, they're the worst. My dad, my dad has gout at the moment, and I've never seen him <laughs> cry until now, which I laugh at him. Uh, tennis elbow, I was nearly in tears the other week. Hemorrhoids get a mention. Paper cuts. Uh, plantar fasciitis. You ever had 
plantar fasciitis? No, I dodged that one. Obviously, there's the uh, Robert Harvey folklore story that yeah. went around for a while, but no, I dodged plantar fasciitis. That's right. Eric Banner's getting some love to pump up the Saints fans. Uh, Ingrown Hair's getting some love. And Robbie Williams also to fire up those Blues fans. Let's go to Steve. No, let's go to Jimmy, who wants to speak about a pain. No, we're going to go to Steve. My bad. Steve, got you there, mate. Welcome to SEM Breakfast. Yeah, thanks, Kane. Um, nothing worse. I had it yesterday. Got something in my eye. I was oh. up in Bendigo, and I had it all day, and then I drove home with it. I've got glasses. My eyes water. I can't see. I get home, and my wife's a nurse. So I'm going, fix me eyes. Fix me eyes. <laughs> she's, called me every, she's called me a few names, you know. But yeah, I had to put the head back and get the, uh, get the wash out and that. But there's nothing more annoying. It just, it Agree just with that. That is, an ex- that is an excellent one. Yeah. And often, like... Feel someone will get something in their eye, and they're just oh, they're in all sorts of trouble, and you just sort of sitting there helpless. Going, yeah, go, and it's go a vicious cycle, isn't it? it's a vicious oh. cycle because then you start rubbing it to fix it, but then you're irritated and it just keeps. Oh god, it just keeps cycling, keeps cycling. Oh, uh, Craig's on the line. Painful injuries, Craig. Uh, okay, boys. Um, I had a mate of mine who missed a couple of games of footy because he had. Uh, I think it came through on the text. Yeah, the hemorrhoids. Yeah, the old game of piles removed. <laughs> How many games did he miss? Oh, he definitely missed one in that week of training. So it could have been two. I'm not sure. But he had them removed. It wasn't the fact that he had them. Right. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun getting getting those uh, removed. Thank you, Craig, for uh, that visual this morning at uh, 26 minutes past six. Uh, Gary's on the line. You're a Bombers fan, Gaz. We've had some very nervous uninspired Bombers fans communicate with us this week. How are you feeling? No, I'm quite the opposite. I think um, last season, even though we fell off the cliff pretty rapidly towards the end of the season there, I think overall we, we actually had a um, not a too bad of a season. We won the Dreamtime game. We were still in it at three-quarter time in the Anzac Day game. We beat Melbourne. We um, put it up to uh, Adelaide a couple of times. I think um, looking at what the players are doing with their training, I think Brad Scott's probably raised the standards at the club a bit. And um, probably the last few seasons or last few games of last year has removed some expectations. But I still think they're a bit of a dark horse coming into this Finals, Gary? Um, Are we talking finals? uh, Yeah, I think they can be top eight if uh, things go their way. And that includes the um, MRO. We saw that Merritt was rubbed out for the Anzac Day clash for a dangerous tackle whereas Maynard can play after his serious bump issue. So I think... I love um, it. Gary, I love you weaving that uh, little rivalry in the tribunal in there. Um, Look, Phil, we've been inundated with text this morning, which we love. So a toothache is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, toothaches hurt. Yeah, no doubt about that. The movie Castaway, where um, Tom Hanks is on the island on his own, and he gets... Yeah, he gets a toothache and he's obviously can't get any help, so he takes it out with the ice skate. Uh, pretty, pretty brutal. Uh, hamstring injury, you've done a couple of those, but I feel yeah, like there's a bit of sympathy for I'd Andy. like to think when you rip it off your bone, you, you're okay, but yeah. I understand if that's viewed as a little bit soft. I cop that. Feedback, feedback. <laughs> Do you think that was feedback for you? I feel like it should have been. I did two, oh. in, two, two in one year, so it's not great. <laughs> Um, gout eventually eats away at everything, so maybe we've been a bit harsh yeah, on it. Hopefully, I don't maybe get gout now. Been a bit harsh on uh, gout. Uh, root canal surgery isn't much fun, I can assure you, says Kevin. Uh, hernias aren't pleasant. I have one at the moment and need to find time. I, I, I have sympathy for people with a hernia. Yeah. That, that, 
that's not in that category. And root there. canal surgery, I heard that hurts a lot too. So I'm, that's unlucky teeth. Stub toes, getting some love. Um, I do nothing. like the Brett Kirk one here, mate. That's a great one. Brett Kirk's fire up speech for Channel 7 back in the day. I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. Join us on Sadayavos because we just love the footy. Well, that's you this year when you join the Channel 7 oh, team. They're going to ask you for a pump-up speech. I, I, th I think from memory, the story goes, he had to make that up on the spot. So I actually think he's done a really good job. Uh, I'm not sure anyone else really you, thinks that. You're going to zag here and say that he actually did a good... You're imagine, imagine if I said... No, I didn't say that. I said, imagine saying, come up with a very um, off-center pump-up speech and you could roll that out in like the blink of an eye. I think that's pretty impressive. But uh, hasn't he been a captain for five years and he does that before every game? Yeah, Wouldn't I don't think wheel, he's... I, wheel I, I, one of those out? During Barry Hall enjoyed that one before. Maybe that's why Barry's put people in headlocks. It was just really, it was just so fired uh, up. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're, we're up and running. A lot of texts coming through. Lines available, one 736 Phil Davis is alongside of me. Uh, the McCafe menu is stacked this morning. Johnny Millman and Brett Phillips to talk some tennis. Uh, we're going to speak about a phenomenal effort by an Aussie uh, on the track yesterday as well. And we're really going to put Phil under the pump. Phil's fast 15, 15 footy topics. We're going to grill him with after Seven o'clock SEN breakfast. Well, we're powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Let's catch up with the news headlines.